So Gunnar, what's new? So Soren has uh, started a karate class. Okay. Okay. And I remember enjoying karate when I was a young man. I don't remember so much sparring karate. I remember a lot of katas, right? Lots okay. of like rote, repetitive movements. I remember that yeah. part. Uh-huh. I don't remember actual uh, fighting for points. Oh, okay. Uh, but we moved pretty quickly into that phase of the training. And uh, Soren was real excited when he, when when the day came for the, the first day of sparring. And yeah. uh, everybody's got, you know, padding and helmets and no mouth guards and all this thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and after, and he did great. He did great. He won both, uh, both of the sparring. Things. And afterwards I asked him, I said, how, how, how did you like it? And he says, well, it was a relief. Yeah. I said, why? He says, well, I thought that it was going to be like everybody fighting everybody simultaneously. <laughs> a battle royal. Yeah. A battle royal. Yeah. He, 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 he was thinking WWE. That's what right. he was thinking. Yeah. Uh, but I, so it was a relief for him that it was just a one-on-one situation. Yeah. In reality. And uh, anyway, it just made me admire the work and admire him and his courage even more knowing or thinking that it was going to be a battle royale and he just mm-hmm. casually sauntered into class like, Oh, I guess that's what we're doing. Let's go. Yeah. Bring it. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. I hope, you're, so ever since then, I've been hoping that I can bring this uh, to my work every day. I'm just going to saunter in assuming a battle royale and then being pleasantly surprised when it's just one-on-one. Right. Right. And, and uh, yeah, cause real life, it is the battle royale um, <laughs> compared to the one-on-one and, and feel free for the suggestion box at, at the karate place, you know, have them throw that in say, Hey, what, my son may be interested in that. Um, w- would this be something uh, you'd want to do? And, and it could be the kind of thing that, you know, everybody has, I bet you each of the different karate places have different schools of thought and all that. So. Yeah, um, that's right. Well, I feel like this is a thing. This is a way in which this particular house of karate could uh, distinguish themselves. Uh, right. Like come and take three classes and then put your children in danger. Mm-hmm. And we're not saying they're not going to get hurt. And we're going to say they might get hurt. They might get hurt in, you know, not necessarily a permanent way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is, we're getting them ready. We're getting them ready for the real world is what we're doing. Yeah. Right. 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 And, and uh, we have uh, really good lawyers with really good uh, waivers. That's right. That's right. That's right. Ironclad waivers. Yeah. Ironclad waivers. That's the, nice. uh, that'll be the, that'll be the tagline for this. Episode. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you? What's going on over there? Um, just two weeks of, of like crazy business travel, like, like Sunday, 6am to like Friday. And then the next week, just round the clock. And like every meal was like a meeting, you yeah. know? So like literally every breakfast, every lunch, every dinner, nonstop. You know, so like no downtime and, uh, you know, it's, it's great, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, operations per clock cycle, but, but man, it's tiring. And I, I got home like late Thursday night and I got in my bed and I'm like, yes, my bed, you know, it it just felt so good to just be home and I'm going to be home for the next couple of weeks. So I'm just excited. That's great. Do you, uh, do you know? Do you feel like you've lost this muscle? I feel like I've lost this muscle. There was a time when I could do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it's like, I have no, you know, if you ask me right now, it's like, if you never travel again for work and we take away all your status and all that, it's like, mm-hmm. fine, take it. You know, it's, it's like, it's not worth it. And, um, you know, the other, the one trip was like, 
you know, it's like, yeah, it's starting to travel again. And, and, uh, for a 50 minute flight, the plane was delayed for an hour and a half. And it's like, oh, it, it was just, you know, and it, and it wasn't that come back in an hour and a half. It's like every 10 minutes, it's the anxiety of like, we could leave at any time. Don't go to the bathroom, you know, and right. you come out of the bathroom and everybody's gone, you know? And <laughs> yeah, I don't miss that at all. And I'll tell you what, holy crap. I mean, over the last, like last week, I was in so many Ubers and Lyfts. Like I, I spent more on that than I did probably like airfare, you know, it's just like, Oh, so much of that. Uh, and I'm just, you know, tired of traveling in, in them too. You know, it's just like exhausting. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I sympathize. I was just in Boston last week and I felt the same way. It was, uh, it was too much. It's very demanding, emotionally demanding. It was emotionally demanding. Yeah. Yeah, physically exhausting, and uh, yeah, the emotional toll just takes a physically wipes you out. So, yeah, yeah, that's right. But it's good to reconnect. Um, This is this is good. We got we got a great show on tap. That's true. We do. We do. So, what are what are we? uh, What's uh what's on the docket? We have a ton of follow up, and we also have um, uh, we're going to talk about keyboards. the mechanical keyboards. We're going to talk about uh, the last supper. Yeah. Um, yeah. Get all theological and stuff. So um, yeah, something for everybody in this one. Okay. All right. That sounds good. Yeah. That sounds good. So yeah. Where do we need to send people? Yeah. So if folks want more, uh, more information about uh, this uh, possibly fatal karate class, uh, they can go to dgshow.org. Uh, that's D as in Dave, G as in Gunner show.org. And uh, and for folks who are, despite Elon Musk purchasing it, if folks are still interested in Twitter, they can go to a DG show, D-O-T-O-R-G. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice, nice. And then uh, Cutting Room Floor, um, it's it's very succinct uh, this time, but um, it, we're recording this on Halloween night. Uh, so uh, it's not a scary episode, um, not like the other one we did. It was pretty horrifying, but... Um, uh, but we do have some AI generated candy, uh, one for every state in the United States. So, uh, what did you think of that one? I did enjoy that one. I think it, it really got, um, rather than giving me real answers, it gave me the answers that I needed. Yes. Yes. To me, I, to me, I could have swore it like, it looks like, like some sort of Scandinavian grocery store you were going to. And it has all this, like, <laughs> Like to me, as somebody that only speaks English, like the, the strangely worded things, and and it's like, it looks good. I could eat that, you know. And yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Both both the candy and the labeling was recognizably Anglo-Saxon, right? Yeah, and fun. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was it was nice. Um, yeah, and then also from an AI perspective, uh, like you know how like the big thing now is is you type in you have a prompt. And then you type in some things and then it'll generate an AI image, right? Yeah. So there's this um, tool called Clip Interrogator where you give it an image and then it will tell you uh, what a good prompt would be to plug into the AI generator to get a similar image like the one that uh, you plugged in. Right. So going and going in the other direction. Right. Yeah. Right. So I, so with my vanity, um, I plugged in my headshot. Um and, and it said, uh, I'll give you the highlights, um, mm-hmm. but it says a man in a black shirt smiles at the camera. Yep. Right? So far, so good, right? Yep. It's a character uh, portrait. 
um, inspired by John Kay. I don't know who that is. Um, it talks about precisionism, which I'll uh-huh. take that as that's good, right? Yeah. Um, powered BI dashboard. <laughs> Why not? Uh, scoop spooky here. A photo of a 50 year old white man. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, headshot photo. Um, how about the third horseman? Yeah. No, I like the, I like the, uh, it was it, actually the sequence. I'm looking at the text now here. It says generic male non-player character face. <laughs> and then oh, yeah, there by, you go. followed yeah. by third horseman. <laughs> Same difference. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for those, it, it's like, I'm like, which one is a third horseman? I looked it up. It's famine. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, good times there. And then, um, you know, the other thing is we're not forgetting about the metaverse. Uh, it's still a thing. And um, there are some people in VR chat. They they built a uh, virtual reality version of Kmart where um, you could do, like, remember in the previous episode where we had the Polish people doing, like, the live action role play? Yeah. Um, right. It's basically that, but in virtual reality at a Kmart. So you could be a <laughs> checkout person. You could be a customer um, you could be an angry customer. You could be <laughs> the store manager if you want um, and all that. And then um, so you got that. And then if you don't want to go that far uh, into virtual reality, uh, we found, um, you know, we're always finding these uh, Kmart uh, tapes that they would play mm-hmm. on the music. But we got a real a real one from 1973. So it's like if you like some really good like horns uh, in your Kmart music, um, <laughs> it's like really, really good. <laughs> like very Lawrence Welke. Um, it's good stuff. It's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. So follow-up wise. So mm-hmm. remember in, in the, one of the previous episodes, we were talking about the, uh, you know, you got your uh, things shooting stuff at your face and, and the asphyxiation and all that. Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. yeah I found a late edition for that. Um, there's a, um, a new thing that you could add, it's a, a Bluetooth device that you could put over your mouth. And um, so, you know how you have like noise canceling headphones? Sure. It's it's like that for your mouth. So you, you have this thing strapped onto your mouth, sort of like a feed bag, and you talk into it and um, the no sound comes out, but the microphone on the inside of the feed bag will... Uh, go through Bluetooth and then talk into whatever input you want. <laughs> and when you say looks like a feedback, uh, it's as if a feedback was designed by Apple is exactly what it looks like. Yeah, right. no, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and yeah, it, like that or like it looks like a um, like a synthesizer version of a harmonica, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like how Neil Young would have the thing wrapped around his neck, the harmonica, and he would just like lean into it and just blow yeah. into it. It's sort of like that, but sort of like strapped on. But but I like your... Uh, yeah, Apple-inspired uh, feedback. Um, yeah. And the yeah. overall, having just seen Sounds of the Lambs again last night, uh, mm-hmm. the overall effect is like, is very Buffalo Bill, right? Uh, because mm-hmm. you've got these uh, kind of what what it look like welders, like high-tech welders goggles, and then also the feedback on top. And the overall effect is, uh, is uh, to really make you look more like an insect than anything else. Yeah. Well, and and... It's but the the good news here it's not just for virtual reality. Oh, uh, I was worried about right. that. Right. Um, yeah. So so just 
if you think about the addressable market, think about call centers. Right. Right. Like th- think how quiet the call center would be if you have like thousands of people on the floor wearing this, you know, and the, um, yeah. Yeah. And none of those pesky uh, sound dampening barriers between the offices. Right. Right. And then, um, you know, and also think about your meetings, right. Where it's like, you can like cry on your meeting uh, without people hearing you. <laughs> Very helpful. Very yeah, helpful. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's this um, perfect for uh, this time, uh, the, you know, this stage of uh, where we are today in technology. <laughs> I like the uh, I like in the intended use cases uh, they list out here. It's uh, if you don't uh, if you don't want to make, you make a lot of noise in the VR space, you shout, you laugh, and you might even say things that your family would be embarrassed to hear, which is an interesting projection. <laughs> yes, <laughs> especially if you're holding a Coke bottle or whatever, <laughs> right? So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Not that I'm going to be embarrassed. It's that the people around me might be embarrassed by things that I exactly. might say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, right. Um, yeah, and then and, and with that in mind, it's like you could you could you know you could have that on the airplane too. Like remember everybody's worried about having people, you know, technically you could use a cell phone on an airplane if it's like Wi-Fi calling or whatever. Yeah. Um but it's just gonna turn into like the noise and the fist fights and all that. But this would be a great way to, you know, put the uh you know the the feedback on on everybody, right? Yeah. In in right. the plane. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or for people that snore, that's that's another one too. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So um the other thing with follow-up, I wanted to ask you about this. Um mm-hmm. so I I know you're not a fan of cargo pants, right? Yes, true. Okay, you're not a fan of cargo shorts. True. Okay, how about cargo swim briefs? Oh, interesting. Uh, I'm not going to dismiss them out of hand. Oh, we'll check them out. I'm open to these. All right. I'm clicking through. Nope. No, thank you. That's a big no. Yes. No, no. Okay. What I'm looking at is, uh, these are cargo briefs. These are like underwear briefs with uh cargo saddlebags on the side yeah like speedos yeah it's like a speedo with with you know because it's like you got your speedo on where are you going to put your cell phone your sunglasses sunscreen all that (laughs) (laughs) so yeah you know is dave are you familiar with the old product management saw that uh, uh nothing interesting happens in the office which is to say uh, if you're inventing something, you need to be making sure that you are checking it against the, against your intended customer first. Oh, okay. Yes. Rather yes, than, right. rather, you can't just come up with something on a whiteboard. You need to make sure that there isn't in, the intended audience is going to be interested in this. I'm going to go out on a limb and say mm-hmm. that they did not speak to a single prospective customer for this product yeah. where they brought it to market. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's the, it's like the Reese's peanut butter cup commercial where you got the guy walking down the street with the peanut butter and then the other guy with the chocolate. And so it's sort of like a guy wearing cargo shorts and another guy wearing a speedo and then bam, you got cargo swim briefs. Two great tastes taste uncomfortable together. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Very awkward. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's talk keyboards. Um, mm. Are you a mechanical keyboard fan? No, I'm not. So, 
I'm using uh, my everyday as a Kinesis Advantage, which okay. has that like uh, goofy split keyboard and it's kind of concave in the, oh, right. the hand yeah. wells. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks like, uh, yeah, like, like the size of two oranges, right? Correct. Like a hemisphere of an orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got it. Uh, so that, that I'm using and enjoying, I wouldn't really call it, I guess maybe it's technically mechanical, but it's not a, not like an IBM XT, AT keyboard, right? Like the snap, 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 snap. It's not one of those. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it's not silent, uh, but it's also, doesn't have the springy, uh, and all that. And that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. Not silent, not hostile is how it is. Yeah. 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 So there's, um, a website, they have a thing called, uh, KeyTap3. Mm-hmm. Where it's like you go to this web page, um, you give it access to your microphone, like like you do, um, and it will. And then you you just type in this type in, and then it will try over time. You sort of like it will try to uh, figure out what your um, what you're typing. And if you have a mechanical keyboard, uh, the odds are more than likely that it could figure it out. Huh. Interesting. So that so in other words, this is a kind of a side channel attack on somebody's keyboard. Right. Yeah. So like if you, you know, it's like, you know how, like if there's a way that you could discreetly turn somebody's microphone on, whether it's in a, a browser tab or, you know, on their mobile phone or whatever, you could just sort of listen in and hear what they're typing and, and train an AI to figure out what you're typing in. Huh. Interesting. But yeah, I tried it. Um, it wasn't that accurate, but I also don't have a mechanical keyboard, so it was probably a little bit more mushy of a sound that it was picking up. Right, right. You know, as opposed to like a very uh, sharp sort of sound. Yeah, well, it's yeah. a good thing for us that uh, remotely turning on somebody's microphone without their permission is almost unheard of. Uh, and impossible. Um, <laughs> never never could happen, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah, that uh, we've never seen that happen before. Um, yeah. So the the other thing is like you, like I think about the future, where like we we have our guy with the feed bag and and the steampunk glasses, welding glasses on, um, and like I have a feeling that's where we're sort of headed, right? Where it's like we're not going to be using screens, or in the same way that we don't lug a monitor around with us and we have a screen on a laptop. I could imagine us having uh, instead of a laptop screen, you're wearing just like the glasses, like a Google glass sort of thing, or you're wearing like full blown, like Ray-Bans that are projecting in your entire field of view. And it's maybe it's augmented reality or not. And you could watch movies, you could see screens, video conferencing, all that. Right. Um, then there's the typing part of it where, um, you know, it's like, well, you need a keyboard. Right. And so there's a, um, there's a, uh, uh, a thing called, um, type anywhere. What it, what it does is it you put this thing on your fingers, and it has like this elastic that goes around every finger, and then there's like a sensor on every finger, and then you like remember with I don't know if you remember with like the uh, Palm Pilots how you had to learn the graffiti yeah, language. Sure. Yep, it's it's sort of like that where you learn it's almost like a sign language for typing, and. And you do that, and it's like they said that uh, you know participants they could do um, uh, seventy words per minute just tapping on a typo. Uh, I'm sorry, tapping seventy words per minute typing on a table, and uh, forty four words per minute just typing on their laps. Huh. So just the movement of their fingers. 
So it's not like you're looking at a like a laser blasted, you know, like a laser pointer, you know, keyboard, yeah. and you're you're banging, you know, whatever. It's you're you're using gestures to type. Huh. So it's kind of like a, I'm imagining like a uh, Tom Cruise and Minority Report kind of a situation. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think that's that's exciting. And it, the other part is it, you know, it's like you think about like one of the problems with virtual reality is like how do you line up, how do you type in virtual reality? You know, because you you can't necessarily see your keyboard. There there are some ways where people get around it using like augmented reality to like figure out where your keyboard is, and then it'll it'll superimpose what the keyboard is, and your fingers will line up. But I don't know how good that is, but. Um, to me, this is kind of interesting, and and it's for sale now. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I think that's yeah. great. I think that's great. Yeah, and and related to that, there's a thing as a drummer. Um, there's a thing that they had a Kickstarter for it a long time ago. It's called Free Drum, mm. and so um, you could basically have like wooden drumsticks that you put these sensors on, and based upon your position, it will. Uh, you're like drumming on a drum set and there's also things that you could put, I think it's on your ankles or on your feet um, for the, like the hi hat and the bass drum too. That's really cool. Yeah. So just imagine like air drumming, but you're actually, you know, uh, you know, talking to like, I guess, Bluetooth into an app that's making sound. Yeah. Right. You know, you're, this is making me think about, uh, you know, the work of Jaron Lanier, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Jaron Lanier, his big thing was with VR. The thing that got him excited was that uh, we could, for example, we could do things that were not uh, subject to regular physics. So yes. what would a musical instrument be like if it was not subject to the rules of physics mm-hmm. um, or mm-hmm. subject to different rules of physics? Um, yeah. And it's uh, kind of in the same way, like what kind of inputs would you do if you were unconstrained by the physical world? Right. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. It, it's like this, like a, uh, uh, like a synthesizer on steroids, right? Like a synthesizer can create sounds that may not be creatable by analog sources, but um, but this is actually the input itself of like using it to do creative things. And I've, I actually saw him do stuff live of like, you know, he's wearing a headset and he's, it looks like he's operating a theremin or something, you know, in, in virtual reality to make all kind of music. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, um, yeah, and then the last thing I got, um, there's uh, so you know about uh, you know the Last Supper, right? Um, mm-hmm. Famous, famous picture uh, was it Leonardo da Vinci, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, there was uh, in 2003 there was uh, 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 Reverend Brace uh, Sibley. He actually commissioned a painting at the St. Joseph uh, Parks, Louisiana Parish. Um, to do a um, a painting of the Last Supper, and what uh, he told him, he told the artist to do was to not do an exact replica of the Da Vinci painting, and he wanted to make it unique to the local area of of uh, uh, Parks, Louisiana. Yep. Yeah. So, and if you so if you wind up if you go in this church, you'll see the picture of the Last Supper, um, but on the table for the last supper, there's a little bottle of Tabasco. <laughs> and I kid you not, it's there. It's, it's, uh, 
you could see it. That's great. That's great. Yeah, a little local color, right? Yeah. Yeah, because that's like that area is where uh, Tabasco is from. And so, um, yeah, so he uh, made it unique to their area. That's fantastic. That's great. That's great. Take something yeah. and make it your own. Right, right. And yeah, it's, yeah. brought to you by Tabasco. Um, <laughs> yeah, get a little NASCAR action going in with the advertising, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I thought that was interesting. I never saw anything like that before, and uh, they're all good spirited about it. It's wonderful, so to speak. It's more, yeah, it's wonderful. It's great. All right. All right. Well, uh, so if people need to, um, you know, wear the uh, Apple-inspired uh, feed bag, uh, where do we need to send them? Yeah, they should go to uh, dgshow.org. Uh, that's D as in Dave, G as in Gunner, show.org. Nice, nice. Okay, and then uh, and then on Twitter, as long as that lasts, uh, at uh, at uh, DG Show D O T O R G. So yeah. hopefully, uh, get more followers on there and keep up with uh, what we're doing. Yeah, sounds good. All okay. right. Well, thanks, Dave. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Thanks, Gunner. Bye, everybody.